Hello listeners, welcome to the Simply Last Career Bites podcast, a platform to share and transfer knowledge that has influenced my career progression and development in work. I'll also be pulling from my HR background. So it's the start of a new year and I'm sure a lot of us would have reflected on how the previous year went. I've certainly done this and one of the main areas that I focused on was my career goals and plans. And from talking to a lot of people, this seems to be a theme that's coming through loud and clear. So what did I do? I wrote down, which is a very important step, what my career goals had been for the last year. And I reflected on the short and long term goals. Short term were more like three to six months. Long term, you know, anything 12 months, you know, and, and above. And I reflected on whether I'd achieved them or not. And I evaluated, you know, what what was still yet to be accomplished. And this is an exercise that I'm sure a lot of you have probably heard of or taken yourself, you know, personal development plan or career development plan. And this was the type of exercise that I undertook. So what I found was that I had achieved some short-term goals and actually, I'd achieved one major longer term goal, but there were still some areas where there were gaps and, you know, need to be reevaluated. Now, some of you might be asking yourself the question, you know, that's all well and good, but, you know, how did you achieve the goals? You know, what steps did you take? I don't even know what my career goals are. I'm not sure what I want to do. I'm sort of stuck in a rut. The good news is that this podcast will aim to address those types of questions and we'll be sharing some practical ways that can help you get some answers or even a starting point to achieving your goals. But before I leave today, I'll share with you one simple tip that someone um, was kind enough to share with me in my early career. And it was that no one owes you anything. I'll say that again, no one owes you anything. Uh, think about that. I think when I finished from uni 10, 10 or so years ago, I, you know, finished from a good university, I had a good degree, I got a company, a, a role with a good company. And, you know, I think I had the Generation Y mentality, you know, that sense of entitlement where you think, you know, you will automatically just get a huge salary, you automatically become a director. Um, and I think I suffered from that a little, you know, I wasn't willing to put in the actual work or not, I wouldn't say that, but you know, you need to have the proven track record. You need to be tried and tested. Um, and you need to be able to demonstrate that in the workplace. And when this person told me that I initially struggled with the concept, but actually through my career, I have found that you know, I've had to prove myself, not, you know, just for the sake of proving yourself, but it's more around demonstrating, you know, what you can do and having that proven track record to be able to be recommended for for a promotion or given additional responsibility or even just given, you know, a project um, to do. And I think sometimes we feel like you know it should be handed to us that promotion should be handed to us so what am I trying to say no one owes you anything yes 
you know, you have worked hard, but you need to be able to prove that. You need to be able to show and demonstrate that. And of course, you know, lots of things work in our favour. So it's not just around working hard and working hard, but, you know, also just talking to people, networking, um, and, and you know, doing all that you can do to ensure that your goals are achieved. I'll stop there for today because I don't want to sort of go into too much detail around what I'm going to be sharing. But join me next month when I'll be sharing more tips on how to achieve your career goals. If you have got any comments, questions, ideas, topics, you know, related to work, please, please do email me at simplylars.axe.gmail.com. That's simplylars.axe.acc.s at gmail.com. Thank you and take care. Hello and welcome to the second Simply Lars Career Bites podcast. Today on SLCB, I'm going to be talking about smart goals. I'll also be addressing some feedback from the previous podcast on explaining a little bit more around what a proven track record means. But before I go on, I just wanted to say a big thank you to all who've listened and subscribed to the podcast so far. I really appreciate your comments. Keep them coming in at simplylars.axe at gmail.com. That's simplylars.axs at gmail.com. So I'd really like to know who my listeners are. And I will also be giving away a free gift to the first person who emails me. Um, So please go ahead and email me on that address. So, from the previous podcast, um, I'd spoken about your career goals for the year, um, you know, setting career goals, having long and short-term plans, and I'd also talked about having a proven track record. So I got some feedback around just really expantiating on what that means. In Simply Lars' opinion, um, I believe that to mean, you know, maintaining a consistent performance, good performance that is. In other words, it's about how reliable your performance is time and time again. So being consistent and and performing in an excellent way. Um, Another way to look at it, and I got this definition from the internet, from Ask a Manager, is it says when an employer asks for a proven ability to do something, they're really looking for evidence of the ability in your past. So for instance, if you had a job that required you to meet strict deadlines or manage multiple projects and you did well in it, then you've proven your ability to do those things and you really need to be able to then convey this on your CV and articulate it in an interview. So um, your track record in these areas, you know, if it, if it isn't immediately obvious from your CV or your resume, um, and you think that you still fit, you know, what they're looking for, then you really then need to customise your CV or your resume um, and, and use your cover letter to show them how you meet the requirements of the role. So, you know, that's really kind of what a proven track record is. And I hope that has explained it a little bit more. If you still want clear as to what proven track record is, do email me. So on to the topic for today smart goals um, or a smart goals a lot of you might have heard that term before Um, it's good you know making career goals it's good you know thinking about your long and short-term plans but the question is are they smart and you will have a higher chance of achieving them if they are smart so what does smart or a smart stand for 
So A is around being aligned. S is for specific. M is measurable. A is actionable. R, realistic. And T, time bound. So I've recently just set my objectives and goals for the year and I have applied this principle of SMART goals. Really, the A-SMART approach, it helps to create powerful goals that drive you know, alignment and engagement and it enables you to track your progress against you know what your performance um is and and really kind of you know what your goals are as well so if we take for example that your goal is to get a promotion or a new job i'd like to talk about how that applies using the smart principles i'm going to leave the a aside for today but i'm going to really focus on the smart so s being specific is really around being completely clear as to what will be accomplished. For example, your goal being that you want to get a promotion or a new job. So the S about this, the specificity of this is around, you know, I want a new job or a promotion for a higher grade, a higher level um, increase in salary, or you want to fill a gap in your skill set or in your experience, or you've just completed a degree or a course and you're looking for a job where you can use those skills or apply the skills. So that's really around being specific around, you know, what is it that you are trying to achieve? The M is for measurable and that's around the quality, the quantity, the time, the cost. So, you know, how do you measure success? How do you measure the fact that you, you know, you are looking for this job, this increase, this, um, you want to fill this gap? You know, so how do you measure the success? It's around, you know, number of applications that you send. Are you going to send them out daily, weekly, monthly? You know, the number of interviews that you get. Um, you, if you don't get to interview stages, you know, why didn't you get to the interview stage? It's also around using methods such as networking, networking activities. I'll just digress for a little bit around networking because... I personally don't think it's about going to fancy events, you know, where people come dressed and impressed with their business cards. I don't really mean anything to anyone and everyone is just trying to, you know, show up and and have that whole one-upmanship um, persona. I think that networking, the type of networking that I'm talking about is more around, you know, simply using your immediate circle and immediate network of people around you so for instance a colleague you know a friend a family member a manager people who are in the industry the position the area of expertise that you want to work in or people that possess the skills that you have a gap in and then really sort of on a large scale having five to ten people like that um, and asking them specific questions and this can then form your network of people I don't think you need that many people, otherwise you might spread yourself too thin. And also from doing that, the next step would then be to really build the relationships. And you can ask one or two of them to become your mentors. And you can meet with them on a more regular basis um, and, and, you know, just build the relationship from there. So it's really that simple. But back to the second um, A of SMART, this is around being actionable. So are your goals actionable? actionable in that are you able to describe what it needs to be done um you know how are you going to bring your goal to life 
How are you going to apply for jobs? Are you going to use a PC? Are you going to do it from your tablet? Are you going to use a library if you haven't got a PC at home? You know, do you need to update your CV? Do you need to clear your schedule for the week in case you get interviews? It's just thinking about, you know, how in practical terms, how are you going to be pragmatic around bringing it to life? And then R is for realistic, and that's around being focused, achievable, um, you know, thinking about the challenges that you might face to meet the goal. So in this specific example, you know, there's no point in applying for a role which specifically states that um, you need to live in, for instance, Liverpool, but you actually live in London um, and you know that you wouldn't be able to move to Liverpool. So there's no point in you applying for it because you won't get past the first hurdle. Um, and then the T stands for time bound. So this is just around being clear about the time frame for accomplishment. So, you know, what time limit have you set to get a job? Three to six months, 12 months, you know, 12 months more. Research shows that realistically to get a, you need a good six months to get a new job. So, you know, these are all the things that you need to think about in setting your goals for the year, making them smart, applying these principles. And I found that, you know, it does work um you know if you put in that work up front you will achieve your goals and you will be able to measure you know what that success success looks like for you so it's been a bit of a long one today but you know i really hope that's helped somebody um as i said before do email me simply at gmail.com let me know what you thought of the podcast today let me have your comments and your feedback i will really appreciate it and a free gift will be waiting for whoever emails me first thank you and take care bye hello listeners welcome to the simply Lars career bites podcast this is a monthly podcast which is focused on helping you achieve your career goals so um, this is our third podcast and I'd like to thank my listeners who have been subscribing and listening to um, the previous two podcasts on smart goals and um, your new year goals as well. We're well almost into hundreds of listeners so thank you so much to everyone who's listening. Please do continue to email me at simplylars.axe at gmail.com. That's simplylars.axe.acs at gmail.com to share your comments, share your feedback. You know, let me know if this is helping you. Um, I would really, really appreciate it. Okay, so today I'm going to be sharing on the power of mentoring. Mentoring is really key to succeeding in any career. Um, and, you know, also sharing some benefits of mentoring in helping you to succeed in your career. But firstly, I thought I will define what a mentor is. And the Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary defines it as a trusted counsellor or guide. Um, and, and, and if you expand on that, a mentor is someone who is helping you with your career, uh, specific work projects or general life advice, you know, out of the goodness of their heart. This is something that someone does, um, you know, to when you say paying it forward, you know, you're sort of giving back. Um, and and a lot of mentors have also been mentored themselves. So um, really what I wanted to share was just some quick snap 
tidbits just on the power of mentoring. Um, I will come back and do a, another podcast in greater detail. But today was just a quick one um, because it's over a month since the last podcast. So I'm a little bit late in sharing this with you and I apologise about that. But back to mentoring. Mentoring is really a great avenue for you to reach your potential um, and to enhance your performance um, and really learning from the experiences of others. And some of the benefits for both the mentee, so the person who is being mentored, and the mentor are. So for you as someone who is being mentored, it's really an opportunity for you to gain a safe place for reflection and a good effective learning environment. So what does that mean? Really, it's a place where you have someone who has is in the position that you want to get to and they are able to guide you, correct you, um, sort of lead you, you know, if you make mistakes, they can help you to, you know, get up again and and and, and it's a safe environment to be able to share, you know, those those mistakes and someone to guide you to to the next step where you can succeed. Um, it's a way to gain some quick insights um, into career, whatever it might be that they're mentoring you in, the mentor will be able to give you some insights to help you manage that, whether it be your career, whether it be general life advice. And really, um, for the mentor also, they also benefit from it because they're developing their coaching and their mentoring and leadership skills. And they're also learning from you um, as the mentee. They're gaining a different perspective. They're building a relationship with you um, and, and, and they're gaining an improved, you know, recognition as a mentor. And, you know, for me, I have been fortunate enough to be on both sides. So I've been a mentee. Um, and I am also a professional mentor um, for my university. So, you know, I absolutely would recommend mentoring um, to anyone. I would definitely say, you know, to move forward in your career. It's a great idea to get somebody who can help you, guide you, coach you, lead you and, and give you the tips that they, you know, were able to um gain from to get to the position that they were it's been invaluable experience for me having that when I was in university I had a mentor in the workplace who was able to advise me on you know what employers are looking for it's not just about the academics it's around your extracurriculars it's around you know your communication skills it's around using what you're doing now and, and making that skill transferable so that was a really 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 fantastic tip for me and then when I started working I have also become a mentor to a lot of people and also a mentor to students um, at the moment who want to get into the workplace people that want to get into HR because a mentor will be able to kind of tell you what the shortcuts are and you know if, if you're new if you're new to your job particularly if you're new out of university and you've just started a new job if you are changing career those are pivotal moments where you really need a mentor who can sort of pay it forward for you and you know give you some great advice that will help you to understand the role to understand 
what you need to do um, to set yourself apart and to really give you some great insight um, into, you know, the position that you want to get into. So I'm going to um, stop there for today because, as I said, I just wanted to give you some quick tidbits into mentoring. Um, but if there's one thing that you take away from here today, it's to really think about, you know, if one, you want to be mentored, start to think about the people in your immediate, you know, um, sphere of influence that you think can mentor you who are in positions where you want to get to, whether that be in your career, whether it be general life advice, whether it be financially, you know, start to think of people who you can really um, get that benefit from. Um, and if it's, if you're swapping it and you're actually, you know, a mentor, then start to look at people um, around you that can be of benefit that you can mentor um, because it is a two-way relationship. But like I said, you know, you definitely need mentors in life. We all need somebody to help us and, and, and to, you know, give us that extra little push. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please, 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 please continue to subscribe to Simply Lars Career Bites podcast. Do email me at simplylars.axe at gmail.com. I really, really, really would love to hear from you. From the last podcast, um, I gave out a book to the first person that emailed me um and you know it's a great career book called you know what color is your parachute um and I would really recommend that book to anyone but really really please do email me I would like to hear from you continue to soar continue to um you know try and achieve not try but achieve your career goals um and look forward to tuning in and sharing in the next Simply Last Career Podcast with you. Thank you and take care. Bye. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Simply Last Career Bites podcast. And this is a monthly podcast focused on helping you to achieve your career goals. Thank you so much to all the listeners and subscribers. Please do continue to email me at simplylars.axe at gmail.com. That's simplylars.axe at gmail.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Simply Lars and on Lars Oliphon on Instagram to share your comments. So we're past the first quarter of the year. Um, I hope you are keeping your goals alive and you are making progress in your career goals. In the last podcast, I talked about the power of mentoring and how this can help you succeed in your career. And today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to get the passion back into your career. Um, a lot of people seem to have lost passion for what they do. They're either bored or they feel stuck in a rut or they just can't be bothered and therefore not achieving their career goals. And to be honest, I have been there um, and there are times when this will happen that you really need to be able to quickly get back on track. So today I'm going to share three suggestions or tips or bites um, that can help you get back on track, which have you know, worked for me and I hope, you know, others will find it useful as well. So number one is you really need to consider if you are in the right field or profession. Uh, Because the truth is, if you don't like what you do, if you don't love what you do, um, it will show in your output and, and, and these can be obstacles to you achieving your career goals. So it may be time for a career change, um, for you to really start doing what you're truly interested in 
you know so evaluate what your strengths are um you know what are you passionate about what comes naturally to you you know ask people what they think your strengths are and you'd be surprised what people will tell you and then you know make that change if you realize that actually I am in the wrong career you dread going to work every day and um, because we spend more than half our lives at work so really make sure that you love what you do and that's a good segue into the second point which is that once you know you are in the right field then you really need to love what you do it's as simple as that love what you do stick to it and build your capability you know don't sort of hop some people career hop you know choose that field love it build on it you know really read about your chosen field join forums for example I'm on several HR forums I sign up to HR magazines and um, to news about career you know talk about it talk about your career talk about what you do talk to people that are in the same field as you and you will learn from them and, and they will enthuse you as well. You know, attend seminars, invest in your development. You know, there are lots of free seminars. There's lots of information online, you know, but also put your money where your mouth is. You know, go on a course if you need to improve on your skills. Um, you know, there's really no point if you're a doctor reading books that are on accounting and, and, and trying to learn from an accountant. You know, you're not going to learn that way. So you need to hang with like-minded people and just read about what you do, talk about it to get that enthusiasm back. And then the last point is really thinking about what are the benefits of your role to others? You know, what is the benefit of your role in your organisation to your team? You know, make a list of your overall objectives, revisit your job description, write down how you can really begin to make a positive impact and be purposeful about it, be deliberate because, you know, you really need to know that you are adding value, that you do make a difference to the team. It doesn't matter if it's a a, a huge organisation, a small organisation, medium-sized or your business, you know, know that you add value and really take your seat at the table, take that ownership. If you see a problem, if you think there's a way that a process can work better, you know, make the suggestion, go for it and actually make that improvement to continuously improve. Um, you know, trust me, once you begin to do all these things, you will get that enthusiasm back, you will get that passion back for your role, you know, once you know you're in the right field, and then you know you love what you do, you read about it, you talk to other people in the same field, you um, um, invest in yourself, and, and you, you know, you know what that overall benefit and aim and target and vision is, you know, in terms of how your role fits in, you will begin to add value, and you will get that passion back, um, you know, yes, there are times where you'll have dips, but, you know, quickly, again, try and remind yourself through these suggestions to get that passion back into your career. Because, again, I will say it, you know, what you do, you go to your office, whether you work in the office, whether you work for yourself, you know, it's more than half of the time um, of, of our lives. So you really need to make sure that you enjoy what you do and that you are making that difference. That's it for today, guys. I do hope that's helped somebody. Um, you know, do continue to email me at simplylars.acts at gmail. Do follow me on Twitter at simplylars and subscribe um, to the podcast. Also add me on Instagram at Lars Oliphon. Thank you and take care and 
hope to speak to you all soon at the next podcast. Bye. Hello listeners, welcome to Simply Love's Career Bites podcast. This is a monthly podcast dedicated to helping you achieve your career goals. And this is the fifth podcast. So I'm really, really, really happy to be sharing this with you guys. Uh, thank you to all that have been subscribing. Everyone that's been following me on Twitter, Simply Lars, and on Instagram at Lars Oliphon. So it has been one busy month for me. Um, since the last podcast on getting the passion back for your career... I've been really, really, really busy with work. I've organised two career fairs. Um, On top of that, I've still had to deliver my day job. But what I'd like to share with you today are some of the tips that I learned from the career fair. I hope it will help you um, because they're really useful tips. And one of the key tips was on how to maximise your LinkedIn profile. Now, I know not everyone's on LinkedIn, um, but... If you're not on LinkedIn, I'd really encourage you to get on it because it's a great professional networking tool um, and it's your professional online brand, really. Don't worry, LinkedIn hasn't paid me to share this, but I just think if you're a professional, it doesn't even matter what field you are in, um, what sector, LinkedIn is a really great tool to use to network. So some of the tips that I learned, um, firstly, is around one, complete your LinkedIn profile. Complete it to 100%. Um, include your past and your current work history, a summary, a photo, add skills that you've learned. Um, you know, number two is to keep your profile photo professional. A high quality photo that adds your add, will add to your credibility and it will make your profile more um, professional. So no wedding photos or you know, selfie type pouts and pictures of you, um, you know, with badly cropped images or uh, your head um, with somebody else's. A simple head and shoulders portrait will work. The third thing is around building a network. So really, you need to invite people to connect. Um, You need to invite people that you work with, your former colleagues, people in the industry that you are in to connect. And obviously, the more the better. Um, you know, really kind of think about how you want to grow your network, the people that you want to be able to um, associate with and, you know, what you can bring to them and what they can bring to you as well. And the other thing is you need to join relevant groups. You know, find the ones that you are interested in um, that are related to your industry um, or, you know, the sector that you're working in also follow thought leaders in that sector. You know, this will really, really add to your credibility and it gives you content that you can then share on your network. So I'm still in the process of applying all these tips to my LinkedIn profile. So if you go on my LinkedIn, don't scrutinise my profile. But, you know, really in all seriousness, um, in today's working world, your professional online brand is key. And your LinkedIn profile is a critical component of this. You know, people have been recruited through LinkedIn. Um, so, you know, if you're not on LinkedIn, add the app, apply these tips and have fun building your professional profile. So that was all I wanted to share with you guys today. It's just a quick one to just 
help you to you know use the tools that you have LinkedIn in particular to really expand your professional profile do continue to subscribe to Simply Lars Career Bites. Um, email me at simplylars.axe at gmail.com if you'd like more information to help you with achieving your career goals or if you've got any questions on today's podcast or other podcasts that I've done in the past, please do email me, please do get in touch. I do have to say that um, the app that I'm using to um, record the podcast doesn't allow me to record a new one each month so what you'll find is when you go to to play it it will almost sort of start from the beginning from the first podcast that I recorded but I always add in a message to say this um, month's podcast is you know 20 minutes in so you might have to sort of do some recording um, to try and get the most latest one or you can listen to all five podcasts as well um, but you know just thought I'd share that with you if you do know of any app that is um, really good for podcasts, which will allow me to do a new one each time. Please, please do email me. Please do let me know. Thank you and take care. And if you're in the UK, have a great back holiday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Simply Lars Career Bites podcast. This is a monthly podcast dedicated to helping you achieve your career goals. This is the sixth podcast um, of the year which I'm really, really happy about. I'd like to thank all who've been subscribing and listening to the podcast. Um, thank you. Um, just to say that, to continue to listen to the podcast, do download the podcast app um, on iTunes and also on Android uh, so that you don't miss out on any new episodes that I post. So today I'm going to be talking about taking stock of your career goals. So we're midway through the year um, and I think now is really a good time to review the last six months. So in the performance cycle, we would call it a mid-year review or an appraisal. Um, so if you, if you think back to January, when you set yourself your goals, you know, you had big plans around this is what I would have achieved by when and, you know, these are all my um, new year goals or new year resolutions. Um, I also shared some tips of, you know, really setting your career goals, making them smart, um, you know, using mechanisms such as mentoring or coaching to really help to support you and enthuse you along your career journey and really help you get that passion back. I also talked about avenues to really build your brand um, using LinkedIn and, and to build your online profile and also networking. So, you know, it just got me thinking, obviously, it's the last day of June, six months in, you know, personally for me to really take stock of what I've achieved so far um, in regards to my goals. And they don't just have to be career goals, they can just be life goals that you set. So I'm going to use the podcast as an example um and 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 three questions that I've used to sort of assess and take stock of my career so far in the year was one um you know have I achieved my goals how can I measure um the achievement and how did I achieve the goal so it was you know have I achieved my career goal can I measure it and how did I do it and so, for example, using the podcast, I did set out at the beginning of the year to start a monthly um, career podcast. 
And like I said, you know, I, I am proud to say that I have achieved this so far. And in terms of my measure for achieving that, it was around posting a monthly podcast every month, which, you know, this is the sixth podcast. So I have achieved that. That was my measure. You can have any measure. I don't think your how you achieve, um, how you assess achieving your career goals um, is dependent on anything. You can set, you know, your own measure. So whether that be, you know, baby steps, whether it be huge gaps, leaps and bounds, whatever you feel you've done to take that step further to achieve your goal is fine because you define your success um, at the end of the day. Well, that's that's my school of thoughts anyway. So, you know, really the the three values that I feel pushed me and helped me to achieve my career goals were one, um, consistency. So I think consistency is really, really important. Um, and I really, really, you know, said I was going to be consistent with this. So every month, even if I felt tired, I didn't really have a topic, you know, I had to do some research and think, what am I going to talk about this month on the career podcast? The other thing was tenacity. So I had to be tenacious, you know, come what may, the podcast has to go out every month. And the other value was around integrity. So, you know, I have said that this is a monthly podcast. I know that my listeners are waiting for the monthly podcast and I had to hold myself accountable to them and also to myself because I think integrity is really important in um, succeeding in your career um, and, and I think that's an ingredient that is missing at the moment in, in, in people's view of success. Um, so I think those three values were the values that really helped me. Yours might be different um you know yours might be very different to mine it might be to do with determination you know it might just be a a a personal goal of yours so whatever it is just you know try and hold yourself to what those values that are driving you to do what you are doing so you know this was just really to sort of encourage somebody to even if you feel like you've kind of come off the track you know you're not sure where your career is going, we're halfway through the year, you're thinking, I don't think I've achieved anything. Reflect, take a step back and, you know, try this exercise. Think about it, you know, what have you achieved? Have you achieved your career goals? If you have, have you measured them? And what are the things that have helped you to achieve them? And, and you know, be kind to yourself um, because, you know, we've still got another half of the year to go. So this is an opportunity for you if you haven't actually been doing anything to try and achieve your career goals or change your career situation and you you know you're in a position where you keep moaning about it and you don't like the situation that you're in this is a new opportunity for you to really come back onto that journey and you know set yourself some goals but be realistic about them um and you know hopefully this has helped somebody um to really kind of refocus and get back on track to achieving those career goals. So thank you all for listening. Um, Do continue to subscribe to the podcast. Do share the link with your friends. Add the podcast app on iTunes or on Android so that you can hear new episodes and also old ones so that you can listen to them. 
um, you can contact me via email at simplylars.axe at gmail.com. That's simplylars.axe at gmail.com um, for questions, comments, feedback. You know, let me know if this is helping you. I also offer individual one-on-one -on -one career development um, advice. So, you know, do contact me if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one consultation um, to really help you to get back on track with your career goals. Thank you for listening and take care. Bye.